What is going on? And welcome back to the Freedom Falls podcast, you little, you, you little saucy chicken nuggets. Welcome back to uh, the, the episode, another episode of the Freedom Falls podcast, the only podcast in the world that provides free living and happy thinking. My dudes, what is up? What is up? What is up? It's Saturday morning, and uh, we're back here on the podcast once again. And uh, yeah, yeah, we're, we're going to vibe and uh, have a good time on uh, today's episode. Well, I was on Instagram this morning, and I came across, um, uh, like, I don't know, I was going through pictures of uh, an old friend that, like, he posted, and I'm like, damn, I haven't seen him in a long time. And, um, you know, I, I, like, went and looked at uh, his uh, pictures or whatever, and it, I saw an old picture of his senior pictures. And the the people who took a lot of my school's senior pictures, I won't say the name because I could get in a lot of trouble if uh, I talk bad about them. But the people who went to my school will know exactly who I'm talking about. Uh, but this company oddly um i don't know their whole business structure was flat out terrible and i don't know why our school fell for this uh marketing scheme of theirs um yeah i i I can't i can't say the name but uh golly i wish i could because i just i i just wish the the worst for that company um but one thing they did was they would put their watermarks right in the center of the photos. Why did they do this? I don't know. I think it decreases the value of a picture. Um, if you just slap, you know, it's okay. It's okay to have a small watermark in like the bottom corner, top corner, maybe at the very, very bottom in small font. That's what I used to do. Uh, that's okay. But you don't degrade the value of a picture by just slapping your ugly company name on just the dead center of the picture. Some watermarks actually covered up like faces and the bodies of people and like they got complaints on it and stuff but they're like well you know that that's just how we market ourselves uh by putting our our watermark there flawed thinking terrible terrible thinking as a photographer myself i understand the concept of just having a watermark because you don't want it stolen from you you don't want it re-uploaded somewhere like okay i get it you know um but you, you just don't put your watermark in the dead center of a picture like that, especially on senior pictures. A lot of people care about senior pictures, you know. You're only a high schooler once, uh, and a lot of parents will pay a lot of money to uh, have specific pictures done of their child. And, what you know, I, it just dumbfounds me, man. You don't You just don't put a watermark on such an important picture like that. It also doesn't make sense if you're already a huge company. Why are you trying to like, I'm not even going to get into that. I just, I don't get the mentality and thinking behind it. It's just kind of, it's just, it's stupid of what it is. Uh, But yeah. And I just, I don't like how they threatened the kids at my school. Hey, including me, but here's the deal. They said, you know, if you don't go through this company, you won't get your, picture in the yearbook because that's what they would uh that's what they use 
for your picture is a, a picture from your senior pictures from the company, they would use that one of those pictures to throw it in your yearbook. But, you know, I thought that was kind of weird because I was like, you know, I'm a pretty decent photographer myself and I could just set up a tripod somewhere and uh, take some pretty decent senior pictures of uh, myself. But no, this company was like, you know, you have to get our senior picture, your senior pictures through us or you won't be in the yearbook. Like, are you serious? Okay, I get that, like, you want all the money allocated to you, but, like, that's kind of messed up, you know, if you really sit and think about it. Um, but, hey, I know that a lot of people at our school are gullible and just want their pictures taken. Hey, whatever, take advantage while you can. Um, but, yeah, I, I just think they could have done that just a whole lot differently and satisfied a lot more people than they did because uh, that's just, I don't know. The way they went about things, just about our senior pictures and just photography in general was messed up. They also charged like a lot, like an insane amount for their pictures, just like a small little set of them. You know, it's okay to uh, to kind of value your prices given what, what the demand is and, you know, your kind of demographic, if that makes sense. But Dude, I can't even remember the prices of uh, these senior pictures, but it was not affordable for what it was. You know, hey, I get this is like your senior pictures and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But like, I don't know, man, it's only justified to a certain amount. Right. So how I counteracted this, uh, this watermark pandemic and um, and uh, the insane prices was they would email you. A, a number of proofs. They would email you a number of proofs and they had, you know, an ugly watermark on them. And it was like, you know, you can buy these and it won't have the ugly watermark on them. But I was like, uh, my Photoshop skills are pretty darn good. So I screenshotted them. I think I screenshotted them and downloaded them. I did something. And then I went into Photoshop and just literally edited out the uh, the watermark and boom, I had a flawless senior picture ready to go. It looks like it was, you know, not tampered with, if that makes sense, because you can really botch a Photoshop if uh, you're not careful. But I uh, I shimmied my way to uh, to make a pretty darn good looking senior picture, and I was quite satisfied with it. And I didn't tell a lot of people about this because, you know, I just felt like that could have got back to me somehow. And, you know, I was like, fine, I'm just going to do this to myself and uh, I'll reveal it later. And uh, here I am. So that is uh, my little senior picture story and how they finagled my school to make a poor business transaction. Um, also kind of relating to photography is uh, I'm kind of toying with the idea of uh, – developing prints um i actually picked up my prints from walgreens yesterday that i had my 35 millimeter film developed i don't know why like physical film takes so long to develop personally i think i could do it in like a day because all you need is um you need like a specific set of chemicals and you dip the film in that, and then you lay it on a sheet, and that hat, and then from there it goes on to like a printer or something. Um, I don't know why I dropped my film off like a month ago, and they were like, 
yeah, it's going to take about two, three weeks to get developed. Meanwhile, when I took it to another film development place, they were like, yeah, it'll be done by like uh, next week. And I was like, oh, you know, cool, cool, cool. But yeah, like I said, took it to Walgreens and they're like, yeah, um, it'll be done in like three weeks. And I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. You know, I obviously didn't tell them this because they're just not going to understand. But uh, yeah, I didn't get why their turnaround was three times longer than the original place I took it from. But I don't know. Here's the deal. The original place I took my film to, uh, they charge a little bit more for like the same deal. And Walgreens charges like 10 bucks less. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's half the reason I chose Walmart or uh, not Walmart, uh, Walgreens this time. And, uh, you know, they're about the same quality, I think. I don't think I can tell a difference from the Walgreens quality compared to the original place I took it to. Um, I'm satisfied with it. Uh, I, You know, I don't know. I'm still going to have to weigh my options and see where I'm going to take my film because I really don't like waiting darn near a month for a film to get developed. I just don't think that's uh, – I just don't think that's feasible for what this type of application is. So I don't know. Trial and error, I guess. Uh, as far as uh, prints go, I I wanted to get some prints done of uh, some car pictures that I recently took. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I just, I'm thinking I need to spice up my walls with some more artwork. I feel like if you are a photographer or an artist or something, you don't want to just buy uh, wall art or wall decorations to, uh, you know, fill up space on your walls. I feel like it's much more of a, hmm, how do I put it? It's much more like a personal thing if you put up your own artwork in your room. And that's what I've been uh, trying to achieve recently or at least figure out you know, how to do it properly. So, you know, I got a few like eight by 12 pictures that I've taken in my, in, uh, or not in my room and that I've taken and I've gotten printed. I think uh, a few of them are done by Walgreens, but gosh, dang dude, they are expensive. Like, Oh, especially the canvas ones. Like I get the canvas ones look the best, but they shouldn't be, they shouldn't be $89 for like, a 16 by 22. I just don't get it. I don't get it. It should be like 30 bucks, you know? Um, I don't know. Probably the production. It's probably got to like cover production prices or something. I don't know. But to me, that just seems a lot, a lot of money for, uh, for what that is. Um, I've also thought about getting like a, um, like a printer, but I feel like a printer would only be justified if I'm selling them because I could just print off just crazy amounts of pictures and uh, use the profit to uh, reimburse my printer colors and, and uh, other supplies like that. But I don't know. I'm, I'm going to have to look more in depth into uh, stuff like that. But yeah, so uh, that's a little, that's a little something that's on my mind. Um, Dude, oh man, that's something I got to do also. My 50 millimeter lens, my sweet, sweet 50 millimeter 1.4 um, is going out on me. The auto focus does not work anymore. Like, um, you know, like you press, you uh, kind of hover on the button. 
and it does a little autofocus deal and then it'll tell you when it's focused. Yeah, that uh, kablooied on me. Like the manual focus still works, but like that's the whole point of having, you know, this, uh, you know, if I would have got, if I, if I wanted a manual focus, I would have got like an FE lens, you know, the, the mechanical ones that don't have the electronics in it. That's, you know, I've got a couple 35 millimeters like that. And I've also got a 25 millimeter wide angle lens that I have also done as well. Um, I've got a, hold on, let me see here. I've got, what is this? Uh, let's see, a 35 to 70. This was, this is an okay lens. I don't really like it, to be honest with you. Um, I think whenever I bought this, no, yeah, this is a completely manual lens. It doesn't have, or it might be just only, it might just be only, I don't know. I'm pretty sure this is an automatic lens, um, but I don't know. I, I almost prefer manual lenses now because the, uh, the auto mechanics and some of these lenses can get finicky or uh, they go out. Uh, example, my 50 millimeter. Gosh, I'm still mad about that. Um, yeah, yeah. I also might upgrade bodies soon. I've got the FD Mark or uh, the 5D Mark II right now, the Canon body. I'm thinking about going to uh, a much smaller body like the EOS R. That is a uh, it's a nice body that I'm thinking about, but I don't know. I I might go Sony like a like an A7 s3 or two i don't know which uh which the good one is but yeah i'm thinking about that too um i want what i really want what what has been on my wish list for quite some time is the sigma 35 millimeter 1.4 i'm pretty sure um dude that is a cr crispy lens let me tell you that paired with like an ND filter. Mm, mm, mm. Goodness gravy. What I would do to have that, but that sucker is like $800 even used. They are like the same price as what you would buy it new. I don't get why the, uh, the resale value is like pretty similar to like the new price. Um, I don't get it, but yeah, that's why I haven't um, got the 35 millimeter one yet is uh, just because of the price. Um, I just feel like that that could be put towards bigger things such as like a body or uh, battery extenders. I know battery extenders aren't that expensive, but still it's like just one of those things you'd rather put money towards than like a lens if you already have lenses. Um, yeah, right now I still use the the uh the 50 millimeter but i would oh man dude i would love an 85 millimeter prime a fixed a fixed canon 85 millimeter oh my goodness mm -mm -mm. i had a buddy who had that lens and dude that thing was crispy crispy like the portraits you could see like people's pores on their skin it was crazy yeah oh man Yep, yep, yep. I also have a um a telephoto. What is it? Like eighteen to two hundred? Maybe it's fifty to two hundred. 
Um, I don't know, but that one, that one is a good lens as well for like long distance. I actually took a couple moon pictures with that, that, uh, were pretty decent as well. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I'm pretty satisfied with what I have right now as far as lenses and camera bodies. Like I said, I don't know, like I want to upgrade, but gosh, dude, things are so expensive, you know, between cars and, and, um, cameras. I don't know. I don't know what I want. You know, I guess that's a good problem to have, but you know, nonetheless, I've also, um, been kind of rethinking, uh, my real estate photography side, there was a time uh, for a few months where I was really obsessed with real estate photography. I thought it was a really cool concept to me. Um, just sizing up architecture in a house and uh, getting the best angles of what I thought were the most flattering angles of showing off an interior of a house. But, you know, I don't even, I don't even know if this was caused from like my first couple shoots um, but after I just, I don't know, now I'm really just turned off the idea and it sucks cause I made all these real estate cards, um, kind of showcasing like, Hey, you know, I do real estate or whatever. I bought lighting too. I bought like a newer, uh, what, what's that? What's that light called? The newer G 250 something. I don't know. It's a huge stage light with a stand. And uh, I got that specifically for real estate photography, but now I just use it as like a, it was like a stage light. I filmed a couple skits and um, I attempted to take pictures for other things with it. And uh, that's what I use it now for. But I think I would just much rather go for a, um, a flash, uh, you know, just a flash that you stick on a camera and then like an umbrella um, I was watching a YouTube video of a guy using that for a car shoot and I was like, dude, I think I would much rather get that because I think that's a way better solution than a stage light because this dude setup looked like it was like 30 bucks. Um, he didn't break down the prices of anything. He just kind of showcased what he was using and I'm like, dude, I think that's what I got to do. So I don't know. And the stage light is freaking huge. It is a little on the big side. Um, it's not that, it's not that, uh, maneuverable and mobile, I would say. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's a good light. Don't get me wrong, but it's just a lot. And I feel like you could downsize with having the, uh, same amount of quality or, or, uh, power, I should say with another light that's similar and more mobile and all that good stuff. Um, but that's something I'll, I'll figure out later once I get more focused on that type of stuff. Also, I'm uh, kind of redesigning uh, my desk setup. So right now I have, uh, let's see here. Right now I've just got a desk with my kind of USB hub going on. And then I've got a lamp and just some other miscellaneous stuff on my desk, you know, keyboard, uh, really basic stuff. But I'm going to start streaming here pretty soon. Um, after I get secure of a uh, little more, little more things, but I, I'm posted up in a corner right now, but I want like an L desk going on. So right now I've got just a single desk, uh, going across one, one side of the wall, but I want like another desk 
like on this corner right next to me. So I don't know. I'm going to, I don't know what I'm going to do there because I've got a drawer that comes out right next to the wall, but that's also where I'm planning on putting my desk. So I don't, I really don't know what I'm going to do here. Um, yeah, I don't know if you know, a interior designer who knows how to correctly set up a desk layout. Uh, let me know. So that's that. But yeah, I, uh, I hope I get to dedicate more time to photography going forward. I I've been lacking a little bit. I'm not even going to lie. The, uh, the car page is, uh, you know, lacking. I just haven't been out to a lot of meets, nor do I have the motivation to do so, which is kind of hurting me in that aspect. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just wish I could do more things photography soon. Because I do like doing it. I do like doing it. But it just takes a lot of – I wouldn't say it takes effort – but it's just not something that I do very often. You know, I think it'd get pretty boring if I just took pictures of my room um, or, um, you know, just took pictures to and from school because that's pretty much all I do. Um, but, yeah, I, I've got some stuff that I'd like to like I'd like to make it to uh, more car meets in the future but I've just been kind of out of the loop with where the meets are happening and all that good stuff and just uh, yeah just haven't haven't taken the time to dedicate uh, dedicate that I do go to car meets and all that stuff because that's where I primarily take car pictures you know there's, there's not a huge car scene um, in uh, in my area that's just constantly popping. So there's that. Um, but yeah, um, more pictures, uh, maybe prints in the future. See, I don't have a, I don't have a big enough following to um, make a lot of like, not even make a lot of money, but like equalize my profit margins from prints because prints are expensive to make. And I feel like you need a, a good number of people to, uh, to buy your prints to outweigh the cost of producing them in the first place so so yeah um man i wish there was a company out there that just makes like i don't know producing creativity a lot more price friendly because gosh dude there's so much like upfront costs of like everything before you actually get your product done and uh, out there and stuff um you know i bet there is i'm just not really thinking of it or i haven't discovered it yet but yeah, I don't know why I just got on that tangent for a little bit. Um, but yeah, make uh, make producing art affordable again. <laughs> See that that goes back to my point. That literally loops back to what I was talking about earlier. It, it makes perfect sense of why this company at my school charged so much for their pictures, because the whole market of just photography in general is just influxed with. Um, with ridiculous, ridiculous uh, prices for everything, and I, you know, I just don't get why pictures cost so much to produce. And uh, I mean, it's basically free if you just like, you know, if you import and export on your computer and don't go anywhere else with them. I mean, I guess SD cards, but SD cards are uh, fairly affordable, you know. 
they're just a, a little space of memory that you can just hold on to. But as far as exporting them to uh, a physical space is um can get a little get a little costy. But yeah. Oh, dude, you know what we would be a power move if like photographers start making their pictures NFTs. Now, don't come after me like I know everything about NFTs. But say a photographer doesn't want to make his or her photos physical, but still wants to sell them. I feel like NFTs are the perfect solution for that problem. You don't have to print anything. It stays on the webs, right? I don't know. I feel like this could get very complicated when talking about blockchains and stuff. But um, yeah, I feel like you could put you could put a picture on like an NFT platform, and boom, there you go. You have officially sold your prints without making them a print. And you know, I get people people can uh, like screenshot NFTs. I still don't get why that hasn't been fixed yet. Um, you know, just saying it's verifiable on the blockchain doesn't really say much, in my opinion, because um, the recent crypto punk that just got sold for like $8 million, um, you can look it up. I forgot the exact number of it, but it's the most expensive crypto punk that just got sold. And I mean, the value will keep going up because it's just um, it's an unattainable asset, if that makes sense. But yeah, I guess a, a photograph from like a famous photographer, then the value goes up. But as far as like regular everyday photographers, I, I don't know how much, how profitable and what the demand is for NFTs in that market or niche. Um, it's still debatable because, you know, just that whole platform is just so new and people aren't really, people are having trouble figuring it out and, uh, you know, how to navigate purchasing NFTs. I'm pretty sure you can purchase an NFT of just about anything. There's a lot of 3D models that are purchable as NFTs right now. I've seen a couple. Um, but yeah, in theory, you could put anything up as, as an NFT because I feel like that's a market for creative uh, illustrations and all that good stuff. I don't know, man. It's a, it's a wild time right now. And, uh, you know, it's only going... It's only going forward and getting better from here. So, um, so yeah. I mean, I think that's all I had to talk about this episode was uh, just kind of going over photography. That's kind of been a, you know, a recent rediscovery and kind of craze for me, especially since I got these films developed. Oh man, I was excited about that. Um, finally got that done. I put in some more Kodak 400 in there. What is it? The Ultramax. I want to try out some uh, Portra 400. If you don't know what that is, that's like the that's like the saucy film, the Portra 400. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to whip some of that up soon and uh, try that. But I still got three more rolls of this Kodak 400 to run through. So, I mean, I don't know. I could get some Portra 400 and just alternate between those two. Um, but I'd like to really just knock out this um, before I move on to any more films. So, so yeah. All right. Well. Uh, that is the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this uh, rant slash explanation of everything in in, uh, in my photography world, I should say.
Um, yeah, hopefully you guys, uh, you know, if you're a fellow photographer, hope you, hopefully you got some more perspective on, uh, on some of that stuff that I'm thinking about as far as photography and prints go and, uh, lens configurations and all that good stuff. So, uh, there's that. Um, I'll see you guys next week back for uh, another episode, all that good stuff. And, uh, yeah, I will, uh, I'll catch you guys later. Peace.